0: What's going on out there? Nothing. Just screaming. Sci-fi Saturday
1: night.
2: Exterminate.
3: Computer, save this report. Don't blink. Don't even blink. Blink and you're dead.
4: No. And wrong.
5: Saturday night. Good evening and welcome everybody to the October 9th 2010 edition of Sci-Fi Saturday Night. Deep in Area 51 tonight. Skipping my es- extraterrestrial cooking class because tonight we were going to be making sorry and turtle tartare I am the dome. Joining the talk cast tonight from the Austin Brighton Hellmouth, our part-time technical genius and full-time snarky hard science investigator, Kriana.
4: Snarky, snark,
1: snark, snark.
5: Hmm. From <laughs> from the Four Color Vault of Comics in Manchester, New Hampshire, the man who once called Stanton Freeman Stan just to
3: see the
0: reaction, Illustrator X. When the sun goes down and the moon comes up, I turn into a teenage goo goo muck.
5: And the Countess of Contemptuousness, the woman who calls Cassandra Peterson a cheap knockoff of her, the Dead Redhead.
2: Good evening, everyone.
5: From Outpost, Gallifrey, in Indiana, our full time Crop Circle investigator and part time RPGer, the man who owns a complete set of Mario Brothers Hero clicks, which I believe is an anathema, awake by job. <laughs> I'm a people. <laughs> <laughs> our special guests tonight are the hosts of a very interesting video series called Saturday Fright Night, the amazing Mark Nelson and Isaac Canell.
3: Hello. Hello. And it's a Saturday Fright special. Sorry, everybody gets it wrong.
5: (laughs) What did did I do? Oh, Saturday Saturday Fright Night? Everybody does it. Yeah. Okay, well, live from New York. No, it's never (laughs) one. That show works
3: real fine, I found.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, guys, it's been an interesting week. I'm going to toss the ball out. First of all,
0: it's Comic-Con New York right now. Yes, Why it aren't is, we there? And, and we do want to give a shout out to all of our friends and listeners who are at the New York Comic Con right now, especially uh, you know Bob Shaw over at Comic Art House, our friends at Double Midnight Comics and Collectibles, DMCC. Oh yeah, and Donda, we're going to need
5: a ruling.
1: <laughs> nice. That never gets old.
5: No, no
0: it, it doesn't. doesn't. <laughs> and no. neither does he. <laughs> no. And uh, we also want to give a sh- special shout out. We have no less than four, count them, four birthdays tomorrow.
5: Wait a minute, wait a minute. Romper, somper, bumper,
0: boo. Tell me, <laughs> tell WTF me. TFBBQ?
1: Oh. What? <laughs> I know.
0: All right, well, before you start singing the Barba Papa theme, um, tomorrow <laughs> is birthday for uh, my brother and co creator of Skullduggery, Derek Belanger. Yay! Hey, hey, Derek. Uh, the dead redhead's mother, Miss Ellie. Miss
2: Ellie Johns. Ms.
0: Ellie Johns.
2: Who's uh, not been well, so we want to send out uh, love to her. Mm-hmm. Happy,
0: Happy
5: birthday! Yep. Uh, you know f- what, man?
4: Wait
5: a minute. We need a birthday kind of thing here. And we, we will do that in the future. Yeah,
0: yeah, we yeah, need someday. one. We, we got two stuff two. to talk <laughs> about tonight. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Look, we also have we also have friend oh, what we also have, uh friend of what? the show. who
1: What uh, who What? sorry no, mistress mistress
2: not
0: princess friend of the show and uh former and future interviewee Pam Larson ayay hey, and hey.
1: The triples are happy about
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> and tomorrow is also the birthday of everybody's favorite director, Edward D. Woo! Wood Jr.
5: Let's hear it for Ed Wood. Woo! Everybody, put on women's underwear. Oh, sorry.
2: <laughs> Got you covered, Dom. Got you covered.
5: Or? <laughs> I think I have a-
2: all of his
0: movies on DVD now. I'm so happy about it. Both that. of them? Oh, unlikely. Okay. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, it, but like we were saying before though, New York Comic Con is this weekend. What's going on next weekend? Um, nothing really. It's no. just a, it's a, slow
5: weekend. It's a slow weekend. There's, oh, no, wait a minute. Um, Wizard World New England? Is that next? Sorry. <laughs> we. And we will be there from Sci-Fi Saturday Night at Wizard World New England. If you happen to see any of us with the Brain in a Jar shirt, come up to us and say, Hi, I'd like a Brain in a Jar, and you'll get one. Woo!
4: I don't
2: know about the rest
0: of you, but I feel lucky
2: today. (laughs) Whoa! Oh, Oh, my. Yep. Oh, baby. Like that one. And you'll be lucky today if you get a
0: Brain in a Jar. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Sci Fi Saturday Night will also be wandering around the other convention that, uh, next weekend, the Rock and Shock Festival over at, uh, in Worcester, Mass. Oh, we're going to be there too. You're going to be there too. Oh, oh cool. We in,
3: should uh, totally it,
5: hook
3: up.
0: In
5: plain clothes. Oh,
4: baby. <laughs> in
5: plain clothes. So, so Illustrator the- X, it, if you're wearing your Sci Fi Saturday Night t shirt and oh, they yeah. come up to you,
1: you can hook up with the director. <laughs>
5: <laughs> well, I'm there! <laughs> Hold
2: on. So, folks,
0: next Saturday, if you go to the Rock and Shock, you will see a brain in a jar interview a werewolf in a top hat. And if you go to Boston, you'll see a brain in a <laughs> well, jar. Well, who would be going to Boston after an intro like that? I mean, come on
5: now. <laughs> will see a brain in a jar interviewing Charisma Carpenter?
0: Yeah, baby.
4: I, think
1: I just, need Q saying, is it hot in here? That's what I need yeah. Q saying <laughs> here. Spikers, I, I don't know. Spikers. That's the best <laughs> I got for a whistle.
4: <laughs> That's
1: going to be my sexy mama whistle from now on. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I don't think so, now. Wait, think say somebody
1: go. hot, oh. quick.
0: Illustrator X. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the triples like you. Yay. Stay
0: someone so, hotter. Right, so, again, we have 200,000 items to talk about in the next 20 minutes. Oh, please. What, and we're next on the agenda. No, 23
6: minutes.
1: <laughs>
0: and counting. But seriously,
1: Illustrator X has a schedule, everyone. No one else knows what it is, but we're all amused by it.
0: Okay, wait a minute. Yes. <laughs> ah,
5: who cares? Oh.
1: Yeah, no.
5: All right. So, we want to talk about uh, get the know. list here. Okay, uh, wait a minute. Jump ball. Uh, Java, pick one. Go.
6: Oh, um, well, let's see. The one that I'm pretty much most excited about, I think, um, would probably have to be that Ridley Scott is going to adapt uh, Philip K. Dick's story, The Man in the High Castle. Not, not any Philip
5: K. Dick story. The definitive Philip K. Dick's story, yeah. The Man in the High Castle. And if
0: Ridley Scott...
5: <clears throat> yes...
0: Are you saying there is such a thing as a definitive Philip K. Dick story?
5: Oh, I absolutely am. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs>
4: uh,
5: and may, may I tell you why? Oh, please. Because if you remember when we did our Philip K. Dick special... Yes, I do. The Man in the High Castle was the book that profoundly changed my life and brought me to Philip K. Dick and began the relationship that I had with him.
1: Scientology. I mean...
0: What? No, no. <laughs> you told us it was Scanner Darkly, my friend.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You'll notice this illustrator it actually changes every time.
0: I've noticed that. And, and it's like, going <laughs> and- to Bullshit alert.
2: Bullshit alert.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> By the way, if somebody would like to hear that broadcast, Kriana, would you like to tell them how to do that? No, but I will anyway. <laughs> Wow! If you can go to
1: saturdaynight.com And if you look on the right hand side You'll see a number of categories And if you click on Podcast That will bring up all of our previous shows I'm not sure if we actually have a search bar right now If we don't, I'll be sure to put one up
5: Yeah, that would be a good thing
1: <laughs> And in my head, I'm going suck-a-dee, suck-a-dee, suck-a-dee,
0: suck-a-dee, suck. <laughs> <laughs> Well now, here's, wait uh, Now, this may strike as blasphemy, but uh, while a lot of people will argue that Ridley Scott did the only valid adaptation of a Philip K. Dick film when he did Blade Runner, he Uh, did it by completely gutting the the book, "Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep?" Thank you. You're absolutely right. would, Would you be? Would you be okay if he had to completely gut and rewrite Man in the High Castle? You know what? Well, I think he the, gutted
1: it in one sense, but in another sense, he was very faithful to it.
6: There's, there's a that. whole different – it's a whole different dynamic though with this, with this project because this is being made for a BBC miniseries, not as a movie. And, oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. And, and when we've – I mean think of all of the, the, the BBC miniseries we've seen recently. I mean, um, there has been some amazing stuff coming out of that.
4: Absolutely. And, yes. and you
6: combine you combine an, a great story with a engaging premise, Absolutely. a talented director like Ridley Absolutely. Scott Absolutely. and that that production machine from BBC. I mean, it's Now wait it's, a minute though. Didn't Ridley
0: Scott do the that um, Robin Hood movie that came out this past year?
6: Yeah, I didn't see it though. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, I, mean, I. I it, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the whole plot to to, uh, to thwart to the Magna, Magna Carta, Magna Carta kinda kind of threw me Carta. off there. <laughs> I'm just saying I don't okay, I didn't that,
1: see that movie, but now I want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it
6: You're sounds a so lot perfect. it sounds a lot more engaging than than you know the whole King John who's a lion thing.
1: Hey oodle-lolly,
6: oodle-lolly, oodle-lolly. <laughs> that's, what
4: <I'm> <laughs> that's what I was thinking Golly, what a day.
0: <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, we're judging Ridley Scott on a movie that came out, oh, what, 30 years ago. Yeah, but
2: it was a perfect
0: movie. I'm not saying it wasn't perfect, but, you know, he's not necessarily going to, you know, strike gold again. Well, but, there will be
2: you lots know, of B- it's smoke a,
0: it, BBC what? is going to do a miniseries, but...
2: Thank you for whoever laughed. <laughs> oh,
0: wait a minute,
5: wait a minute, wait a minute. One thing you, you've got to remember. Is that one of the things that Scott did? Was yeah, the, the film was a gutted version of Dune: Android Stream of Electricity, no doubt. But there was a taste, a texture, a feel, an affinity for the subtext that Ridley Scott brought through this is the, really the, true. the dystopian horror that Philip K. Dick has in every one of his novels yes. was there, and it was solid. Yes. It and really
1: was, you know, without being, without like sticking by the letter to the book, which like, you know, Fellowship of the Ring, they stuck almost to the letter, to the dialogue of the book, you know, sometimes to their detriment. But what Ridley Scott did was he saw this book and instead of literally seeing the words on the page, he saw the world that Philip Cage right. created Agreed. and then he sort of translated it into film. Agree, Kriana? Yes, dear.
5: Nice pontification.
1: Woo! <laughs> I learned from the best.
6: Thank you very much.
1: Right.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
6: of course, that's not the only movie uh, or or film adaptation news in that we've heard this past week. There's another <clears throat> really. You're,
5: you're not going to Sam
6: Raimi, are you? No, actually, I was oh, gonna go God. to. <laughs> okay. I was gonna go to William Friedkin, who's um, looks like he's prepping to do another William Peter Blatty adaptation. Um, if you if you don't recognize the names, uh, these are the two people who worked together to produce The Exorcist. So it's timely news at this uh, you know momentous part of the, the year. I, um, I vote
2: Matt. Kriana, do you have tubular bells?
0: Mm, give yeah. me five, oh, to ten five to ten uh. seconds.
6: Five to
2: ten
1: seconds.
6: Well, the, the, the <laughs> thing about the thing about the book that they are looking at adapting is it's uh, it's a suspense thriller set in Jerusalem. Um, so, and and the last thing that that Blatty adapted was The Exorcist Three. So right. you know. Whether or not Blatty's going to do the script himself, which was the case for The Exorcist uh, and Exorcist 3, um, or not, is the question that's kind of up in the air. But, I mean, they've produced some good work together. So, Yeah,
0: yeah but again, we're talking decades ago. Do you think they're still going to be able to hold up now?
1: Is that what you wanted? Yes, that's it! <laughs> 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 and that, ladies and gentlemen, is why I'm the queen of everything.
4: You
6: are. Well, you know, I don't know. I really don't. Um, but I do think that it's interesting news.
0: I agree with you. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I'm definitely interested in this. Uh, this will be good. Something but to watch. You know, everyone's assuming it's like, again, uh, ever since Phantom Menace, it's like, oh my god, it's going to be great. It doesn't matter how much time has passed. Oh, well. <laughs> Hit <me. laughs>
6: You know, we it shall middle. see. But hey, at least it's a it's a movie. that's a new movie. It's not a remake. It's not a rehash. It's not thank a you. yes. Fine. Okay. Yes, thank you. Speaking right. of remakes, Which... You
1: know what I saw over the over the weekend? Or Uh-oh. Over the, I finally broke down and saw Clash of the Titans. <laughs> the new one. The new, one. of course, the new one. It's a remake discussion. But uh. oh lord, oh lord, I, I, it was so bad. It was good. Release the Kraken! <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome.
6: Yes, I approve of that phrase in general conversation.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that needs to be one of our sound bites well, uh, here on Sci-Fi Saturday Night. Just release the Kraken. <laughs> I agree with that.
0: I bet toll booth attendants use that every time a car goes
6: by. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know I would.
1: I would too. <laughs> That'd be fabulous. But that was pretty much the only good part of that movie.
6: Pretty much,
5: yeah.
1: <laughs> Except for the two oh. hot girls in drama, it was pretty fine, and so is that other one. I forget her name. IR um,
4: well, yeah.
0: Continuing this theme of mixed feelings about new releases, Terry Gilliam has a new movie coming out this Halloween. No mixed feelings there, none whatsoever. I, I mean, I mean, I actually sat through the entire film *Tideland*, and I still love Terry Gilliam. Hey. But this movie apparently is about. NASCAR don't care
5: don't care Brazil Brazil? was Was about ducks that's all you needed to know and it was a friggin masterpiece
2: yes it was
0: I am oh I believe me Terry Gilliam doing a movie I am I am the first one in line for the ticket believe me I'm still trying to figure out Dr. Parnassus but I'm just like this was a masterpiece I have no idea what's going on but it's brilliant
1: Okay, okay, speaking of movies that may come out kind of soon, um, Alicia Silverstone
0: <laughs>
1: in a vampire movie. I, I,
5: I can't believe you're actually bringing this one up.
1: From oh, the director and, of Clueless. Um,
0: well, you know, if... Awesome. How do
1: I feel about this? And well, there are if, set pics of lacy 80s style gloves and prom dresses. Oh, really? Oh, my, it's awesomely bad.
0: Release the Kraken!
1: styling! <laughs> 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 I know, but it, it looks oh, so oh. bad. It's going to be awesome. There's some pictures of her. There are blazers. There's, there's yeah, magenta blazers,
6: actually. Woo! And Columbia. Gem <laughs> sweaters.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like all like pleated <sighs> skirts. And...
0: But, but oh, will Alicia it have the Oscar movie? quality of her role as Batgirl?
1: <laughs> oh, come on. Alicia Silverstone <laughs> is awesome. Do not <laughs> knock Alicia Silverstone.
0: <laughs> um. Well, Please, can we not go there?
5: Please, uh, can we not go there? Please, I'm begging you. You know
1: what I have to say to Alicia Silverstone.
0: All <laughs> I going to say,
1: okay.
0: Don't not Silverstone. I've already released the Kraken.
6: <laughs> so speaking of Batgirl and and Batman, Honestly, um, we think no, not that girl. Batgirl. <laughs> The, the, uh, there is some rumor, some speculation, um, based totally on production's uh, schedule for Batman 3, um, because they're going to be filming in New Orleans, that Killer Croc is going to be the, uh, the one of the villains in Batman 3. Must III.
5: we? Must we? Seriously?
6: Uh-oh. Okay. Uh-oh. Did you just say one of the villains? Well, of course. There's got to be more than one. Uh... Uh... I mean, come on. For Batman, We've got,
2: whatever it was with the 900 villains in it.
6: I mean, what, what did we have in the first movie? We had. Penguin um,
2: hey, and Catwoman.
6: No, no, no. Are oh, we talking? No, Batman Begins,
0: I believe. Batman. Oh, well, yeah. Well, oh, in in this All right. Um, so the first. We had. Well, we had Rachel Ghoul, and we had a sort of a cameo from Scarecrow.
6: Right. And in the second movie, we had Joker, Scarecrow, and wasn't there one other? Two Face. Two Face, yeah. Two Face will come back in the third one, I'm almost positive of it. Boy. And you know, and then we'll have Killer Croc and probably, you know, maybe we'll see the Penguin. I don't know. Penguin yeah. As long as as long as we're throwing out speculation. I'm gonna Guys, see the Riddler. No, you know what I wanna see? And it's gonna be Jim Carrey. I wanna see
5: oh. the Riddler <laughs> and Harley Quinn. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Yes.
1: Poison Ivy. Just you know, freaking
5: do it. Poison that was not so expected possible. at all from do Get I know, off I know, your really ass and do the right thing here. <laughs> wow. Get
0: on that. That's right. I, uh, I hear the plot and for and the and new pull one pull is pull that Bruce Wayne will realize that as a billionaire you he can budget. afford a lozenge. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it won't be all this Batman stuff with Master Wayne, what will we be having for dinner?
5: Justice and
0: spaghetti.
5: (laughs) No, seriously, how do you feel about that?
0: (laughs) I mean, it was the one thing that just kept annoying. I mean, I was just like, I hope the Joker kills you. (laughs) You sound so ridiculous. (laughs) Can somebody please punch him in the throat? That's all. And then, and, and then if, if they dubbed in Adam West for the rest of the movie, it would have been the best movie of all time. <laughs> Adam West and Burt Warden, we'd be,
5: we'd be fine. We'd be oh, fine. Man. When am well, I going
2: to get my box set?
5: <laughs> S- yeah. speak, speaking of which, uh, you know, Star Wars is coming out in 3D. Why? And you've got to ask the absolute question, Why?
2: Why?
6: Uh, And I don't have a good reason for it? There's no why. There's no reason for it, especially when you see Star Wars in two minutes animated in construction paper.
5: Absolutely. It is the coolest thing in the world. We're going to put that link on the website, and you guys have got to go in. You've got to watch it. It is the coolest two minutes you're ever going to spend
0: watching construction paper animation. Well, I think the question is going to be, What's Lucas gonna tamper with now? Don't
6: I
4: mean?
1: I really
0: think it will be hilarious if if Han and Greedo whip out cell phones
1: <laughs> instead of blasters. Yes, very. humorous. If they
6: changed an ET. Your reference to ET
1: was extremely humorous. Now, you know, can
6: we move on? I think on? that we, what we can what we can be sure of is uh, a new annoying song at the end. Oh, good lord! More yes. Jar Jar
1: Binks <coughs> and oh, are yeah, together cavorting.
0: Yeah, that's <coughs> what I want to see coming out at the screen at me, Charge Risten or Light Are you Illustrator X. He said, Took your nine fifty and took it away. <laughs> <laughs> nine fifty
5: Illustrator X went to the cheap show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god. You know, it's funny. I um I mentioned that. Um, last week to a friend and she just got really quiet and goes why do you have to be such a hater <laughs> I don't understand how important the Star Wars films are to my generation and especially episodes one to three and she was dead serious
4: are
0: you crazy I am. <laughs> You know, seriously,
5: though, it's um, a generational thing. It really is. It is. I mean, in
6: fact, at, at the Star Wars Celebration um, 5, the, George Lucas talked about that very candidly. He said, look, you know, in in the original series, the C-3PO and R2-D2, they were the buffoons. And they were, lo- they were loved by people who watched those movies. And I watched them growing up. I didn't see them in the theaters. And... You know the kids that who watched um, one, two, and three—they—they they don't see anything wrong with Jar Jar Binks. In fact, he's one of their favorite characters. And I—I've yep. seen that—that's true with my students all the time. They Absolutely. love the first Star Wars movies. They think the old ones suck. Yep. So you're—you're you're advocating genocide. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, only only in certain circumstances. No.
0: <laughs> is it a Logan, sort of a reverse Logan's Run thing? Anyone under the age of thirty. <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> but but I mean, it's it's serious. It is. It's for them. And then, there's absolutely nothing wrong with Jar jokes. and that's okay.
5: You got the young kids today, and I'm talking about kids who really don't like the movies at all, but love Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Yes.
6: With good reason, because Clone Wars is actually pretty entertaining.
5: I mean, yeah, I mean, and there's, you know, there's there's good reasons for all of them, quite frankly. Yeah. But the reality is that uh, it, it has become a generational thing. You know, what uh, one man's Jar Jar Binks is another man's R2-D2. Yeah.
6: Well, and I think one of the, one of the more important things to realize is that, you know, I grew up without having seen the movies or had any experience with, with the marketing that surrounded them, okay? And now you got some of you guys remember that, and when I encountered the Star Wars Christmas special, <laughs> I, was, I was angry.
3: I actually watched that the night it was on when I was a kid. Oh, my God. As a, as a, as a child of the 70s, I thought it was cool. It was Star Wars on TV. Yeah. yeah. So um, I actually hold a
0: fondness for that in my my own black heart. And then the oh, following year, Kiss meets the Phantom of the Park.
4: <laughs>
6: oh yeah! <laughs> oh yeah! yeah
4: there we go.
6: But <laughs> I mean, I, it, just
1: just quickly before the halfway point, because um, I really 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 want to get to Johnny Depp.
0: Uh, <laughs> you and, and how many other women?
1: I, and just no, just because the story is so amazing. So, yeah. I, don't, I don't know who posted it in here, because I know I didn't.
0: I, yeah, I did. Yeah, Johnny Depp and a nine-year-old girl and, uh, you know, you're let not, your imagination wander. Hey! No. Hey! No. Hey! No no.
1: no, no, no. So, the little girl writes a letter to, not to Johnny Depp, to Captain Jack
2: Sparrow. Jack Sparrow, that's right.
1: And asking him to come help her school mutiny against the teachers. And the school gets a call <coughs> saying, Johnny Depp will be here in two hours. Click. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and but who so walks into the Depp school? In it's not Virginia.
6: Johnny Depp. No, Johnny Depp did not show up.
1: No, Wait. Captain Jack did. Oh, Captain Woo! Jack showed up, sorry. And and some of his pirate buddies, didn't they? And, and they said, well, we don't think it's a good yeah, idea to folks. mutiny right now because the cops are watching me. <laughs> <laughs> But but they got some great pictures of him with this adorable little nine-year-old girl. It turned. really
5: is one of the coolest things. And her name is around.
1: Beatrice. How cute is that?
5: Apparently People are they're shooting kids the, that. Uh,
0: Beatrice. They are shooting the new Pirates movie just up the street from the school. I they think were, the same they town. were. Well, that well—that's the underlying tragedy. Oh, <laughs> you know, you know
6: what? oh come on. You know what? Yeah. You, Let's just ruin the altruism anymore. right now. Thank you. I, I I appreciate that. The world can't be a happy place where celebrities do things for young girls unless it's convenient. Oh. You know, I
1: mean, I mean, how sweet is that? He didn't have to do that. He didn't have to do a damn thing. It could have just been another fan letter. But he was like, you know what? This is cool. Let me just show up at this primary
6: school. Absolutely. I mean, you know no, what? wait. No, wait. X started the pessimism. What happened was, this agent was like, this would be really great PR oh. for the new upcoming movie. Yeah. Oh, man. You guys are
5: so jaded. <laughs> I'm so proud of you all right now. <laughs>
0: I, I used to be optimistic, and then I saw Phantom Menace. <laughs>
2: God. Oh,
4: I gotta bring it <laughs> back, don't we?
5: Which brings us to the halfway point in the debacle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And now, I... ladies and gentlemen, it is time to spin the wheel of fish to see which one of the Granite State skeptics is going to win the book they hate.
1: <laughs> Maybe if they actually read it, they'll become enlightened as to what, you know, actual skeptical people do.
5: Come on, no skeptics. <laughs> a wiener. Me too. And who is the winner?
1: <laughs> the wiener is Larian Lequella.
5: Okay. <laughs>
1: Whatever the hell that is. But you win! So, um, Dome's gonna email you and be like, hey, what's your address? We won't promise he won't stalk you, but you'll also get a book in the mail.
5: And you will get a brain in a jar to boot.
1: And and you know what? Seriously, to to all the people who have been commenting on our website, you know... I think it's wonderful when you talk to someone who really knows what they're talking about, how they can back up what they're saying with specific examples, and if you listen to Stanton's interview with us, he does a beautiful job of that. You could learn a lot from him.
5: Now, one, one of the things that I want to I want to just turn this around to right now before uh, we move into the interview section, uh, one of the complaints that we got, and I, it's a reasonable complaint, is. You've got to be able to be have some serious discussion about things. You've got to be able to look at them. You've got to be able to explain them. You've got to be able to show your proof. You know, that's been how science works. You show your proof. One of the things Mr. Freeman did last week, he was very good at showing his proof.
1: Yeah, he showed you his. Now you show us yours. It's only (laughs) fair.
5: In any case, hey, thanks for listening. We appreciate uh, the bandwidth usage. And uh, keep listening to us. And
1: You might do. learn something.
5: Well, even if you don't, you still might. Uh, that doesn't make that any sense. I know. I'm sorry. It
0: happens. I'm tired. <laughs> Mr. X? Yes, and anyone who comments on tonight's uh, podcast will be in the running on the Wheel of Fish to win a uh, DVD from Saturday Fright Special, specifically episode 44, Fangs of the Living Dead. One of the dead,
2: what, heads, we, dead redheads favorite.
0: Which,
5: which I am holding in my hot little hands right
0: now. <laughs> so by all means, if you've got a comment about what we've just said or about to say, you know, Drop us a line and maybe win some cool swag. And ladies and gentlemen, we have in the studio right now, Saturday Fright Special.
4: Woo! Hello. Hello.
3: Hi. Hi. Why, hello?
0: I got to say, guys, Saturday Fright Special, for those folks of you who are not familiar with it, is a show that is on after Sci-Fi Saturday Night. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> let's just get that out of the way right now <laughs> but a show the um, Dead Redhead and I discovered this past summer and got treated to a live sh- version of when we were, went to the Colonial Theater in Keene to see Son of Godzilla live in the theater and I think that was the most fun we've had all summer long
2: that was wonderful that
0: was fantastic you bring back the old horror host uh, genre with Scarewolf and cheesy movies and comments throughout and dropping in classic ads.
2: Wow, those ads are what really does it, guys. That and your opening. Your opening of those clips so, from all the different movies. Uh,
0: so what? anyone going to SaturdayFrightSpecial.com is in for a treat, but... Uh, there. I gotta say, watching it online or, or on DVD is one thing; seeing it live is another. And you're gonna have another live show coming up. So tell us all about it. On uh, thank you, for all that
3: preceded what I'm about to say. It's all downhill from here. Uh, <laughs> on October 30th at the Colonial Theater in lovely downtown Key, New Hampshire, uh, we'll be running a 35 millimeter print, no video projection. 35 millimeter print of Return of the Living Dead from 1985. The uh, Dan O'Bannon's zombie Woo! horror and comedy, uh, which is for us is kind of interesting because it's the first R-rated movie we've run. Um, so far, we've made it all—I don't, I don't want to say family-friendly, but they've been all ages. Something that you know, eight, ages eight to eighty could enjoy. And this is pretty much one for the grown-ups this time out. So uh, we will have Scarewolf live on stage introducing the film, as always. Uh, we'll have our spookettes. will be in zombie garb this time. We'll have uh, vintage eighties horror maybe some 70s, two horror exploitation trailers before the film, probably 20 or so minutes of that. Oh, yeah. Um, edition <laughs> time we give away a ton of prizes. We give away, the, the, I always say the prize value, your ticket buys you the chance to win many times over at value in prizes. Um, Steve Bissett always donates a sketch for the event. He'll be doing a, an original zombie sketch. Um, and when he initially said, I'll donate a sketch to you, I thought, oh, he'll, he'll you know, write something really quickly and give it to us. But, he presented us for the first uh, King Kong vs. Godzilla, this
6: beautiful
3: drawing that he did. It was just stunning. So he'll be giving us that, and we'll have DVDs and T-shirts to give away at intermission time. We'll be having a zombie costume contest, so really oh. we hope everybody or as many people as possible will come in zombie garb, uh, because this film this presentation will be brought to you in Zomborama. rama <laughs> which Make is dead head happy. which is watching a zombie movie whilst surrounded by live zombies in the or undead zombies in the theater. I don't think we can Woo! use Zombo Rama though. Is that copyrighted? Well, Zombo is a horror host out of Reno, Nevada. And how's he gonna find out? Uh, <laughs> small world, after all. <laughs> when he comes knocking,
5: we'll be rocking. <laughs> it will be we'll rocking. <laughs> <It'll start walking. laughs>
3: into the ocean. Um, so yeah, it, it should be a lot of fun. It'll be the same format as past booktaculars, but with a, with a zombie twist, which I believe was a hit for Bobby Pickett in the late 60s. That's true. That's,
5: that's it was Bobby Pickett,
3: okay,
5: yes. Absolutely.
2: Yep. absolutely. Guys, let me ask you a question. Um, this is one of the best soundtracks of a horror movie ever. I mean, Return yes, yes. of the Dead has the cramps number one. They have, um, I can't even remember everybody now off the top of my head.
0: T.S.O.L. with Party Time.
2: That's right, T.S.O.L. I mean, it's one of the best horror soundtracks of all time. And what kind of sound are we going to have for this movie?
3: Uh, you mean stereo versus mono? Yes. Well, we're actually having a unique thing where we're wiring several tin cans with fishing lines. <laughs> <stretching> the <protection>. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Colonial does have a stereo. And uh, before the show, I usually put together a CD of uh, house music—I call it—and I don't mean, but like you know, (laughs) cool themed music to play. So I'm going to sprinkle some old like uh, radio spots for zombie movies, and a lot of the soundtrack to this movie will be blasting in the theater beforehand. You know
1: what? Other spot would sound really great with Mm that—one for Sci-Fi Saturday Night.
0: This is true. That's That's true. true. Now, this is going to be Saturday, October 30th at 7 p.m. So, uh, my understanding is right before 8 o'clock, you're going to bring the lights up, have everyone go to their nearest uh, website terminal so they can listen to Sci Fi Saturday night, and then when right. our show's over, they'll return to the movie, right? This is true. It, we will play the program in full through the, the speakers in the house. I
3: see. We will have a brain in a jar projected onto the screen. Awesome. <laughs> so we're still working out the technical details on that. If it doesn't work out we're just going to show the movie. But if it does work out Sci-Fi Saturday Night on the big screen. Oh.
1: That would be so cool.
5: You, you have no cool. you have no idea how cool it is to have radio on the screen.
1: We would love to interact <laughs> with the audience too.
5: It, it will literally be radio with pictures.
2: <laughs>
1: literally.
0: <laughs> on the picture, on the screen.
2: That is bananas. Wait, that's, that's a that's Rocky Horror line. Is. Yeah, isn't really, Hold on.
0: Um, I gotta tell you, but seeing it live sold me on your your website and the series in general, but, I mean, how did the whole Saturday Fright special get started? Well, I will turn that over to Isaac, because he is the creator
3: and the emancipator. Um, it was so long ago, actually. (laughs) It's it's, it's a project that, like, stems literally, like, back to, like, the uh, mid-90s, There was a rumor in Key, New Hampshire, that we were going to get a public access station. But that didn't happen until fairly recently, like 2006, four years ago. So we've been doing this for four years. But in the meantime, you know, I've known Mark since sixth grade. And uh, we went to college together and pretty much maintained contact. But anyway, it's like, we've been talking about this. Oh, we should do this. Yeah, we should uh, put together a horror show and show movies, and and he always said, uh, "Yeah, <laughs> just as soon as we get a public access station." And uh, you know, that
2: sounds years weird went by, than,
3: like, years the- went by, and years went by, and, <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, you know, he was at work one day, and Lee Perkins, the director of this station, came to my video production company where I worked and he said, we're putting a public access station together. I said, ooh, that's great. And he left and I called Isaac immediately and I said, okay, now we can do the show. <laughs> <laughs> and we were actually the first show on the air on the station. Yeah, and, But uh, even, that, yeah. even at that point, it still took like a year, year and a half before the station was up and running. But, yeah, So the first episode has more effort and work put into it than the 85 that fall. LAUGHTER <laughs> And uh, yeah, we're up to episode 85 next week. Yeah. And we do a new show every other week. We take a few breaks. And we're seen on Cheshire TV Saturday nights at 10 to midnight and Sundays midnight to 2. And that streams on cheshiretv.org. And uh, then we're on public access stations really all over the country now. Mm. And we get emails from people in Portland, Oregon, were very popular. Charlotte, North Carolina, were very popular. <laughs>
0: I was going to ask you about that. I mean, you're on public access, but at the same time, the internet opens up a whole, literally, the whole world. We're getting, you know, listeners in China and Peru and, uh, you know, Eastern Europe. And I was wondering, is like, you guys get anyone like, overseas? Um, I think we've heard somebody from somebody in Canada, but I don't know if that counts
3: because it's attached well it's strange because on our, on our blog on our review blog um, we, every once in a while we get comments but for some strange reason we're getting somebody out of China or Japan and they leave these comments in Chinese that we can't read and I, you, know, I, you know like off a whim it's like you know I, I, you know, I, I paste you know, the comment into like one of those universal translator things from Japanese to English, or Chinese to English, and even translated, I don't understand what they are talking about because it's a fudge recipe, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know what, and we, I've noticed we've also been getting a lot of emails from somebody in Nigeria who apparently had a really good deal for us if we, if we'll send them <laughs> some money. <laughs> oh, yeah.
5: Congratulations.
3: And we've also apparently won the Irish lottery I found this today. I was so. gonna
1: say, you're, so, you're an ooh. indirect descendant of the same
3: prince? <laughs> yes, so, so we are being, apparently there's international attention.
4: Oh.
3: But, yeah, I, I know a lot of the stations that run our show also stream us, so we're on at all manners of day and night all over the place. I just, we sort of lost track of everywhere that yeah. we're on at this point. I mean, I tried to keep track on the website, and I just kind of gave up because, um, you know, like people would um, you know, start showing us, and then they would drop us and not let us know that they would stop dropping us. Um, Stop stop and roll us yeah stop, exactly like stop showing us and and you know there's like probably like dozens of places that have never told us you know so I, I think it's like 30 or or more stations across the country right now.
5: That's awesome
3: and then yeah so it's out there and then so the show is essentially a mix of it's sort of like watching an old well it is like an yeah. old horror host show. In my mind, it's always trying to bring back the feeling of watching an, one of these horror movies on, like, an independent station, like, in the 60s through 80s. Like, we grew up watching Channel 56 and 38 out of Boston, and it's got that feel. A little bit later the in the USA, USA Network, like, you know, yeah. Chiller's Theater,
2: Pittsburgh, Chilly right.
3: Billy. Chilly <laughs> Billy. I was at a, a, a motel in Pittsburgh. We got, A couple of us go to this uh, Drive-In Monsterama drive-in show that's down there and we told the, the guy who ran the hotel that we did a horror host show, and that's the first thing he said. He's like, oh, like Chilly Billy, right? <laughs> not quite, but yes. <laughs> if that's a good thing to you, then we're just like Chilly Billy.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> the the, the, the so spooktaculars sad. are basically like a, an old spook show, so it's sort of, that's like the theatrical equivalent of, of what used to be done, or a mix between you know, our show and the theatrical experience of going to the movies like in the you know, 60s or 70s
1: so my question for you is for our viewers who have never seen your show um, where can they view the back episodes easily
3: we don't have an internet archive i think we have a couple of episodes on google video if you do a search for saturday fight special i think our um, Snow snowbeast episode was up on there we put a couple up streaming online um, and on youtube there are some clips but we don't really have an archive online currently uh... but if you if you check out the cheshire tv stream or any other station, if you can find that streams us, a lot of stations are running older episodes until they get caught up with where we are now. So, mm. a lot of the fan mail we get are for episodes that we did four years ago. <laughs> we get an- answers to our uh, our giveaway quizzes from episode nine. <laughs> like, oh, yeah.
0: ours oh, so that's so been okay, given uh, away
3: four years ago. <laughs> well,
0: I saw it was either it was either Killers from Space or Fangs of the Living Dead. But you asked about uh, what was the original name of the Crawling Eye, and I was like oh, my God, it's the Trollenberg Terror. I'm pulling right. the TV out the window, and it's like, yeah, and this, you know, in 2006, you can win. I'm like, exactly.
3: <laughs> we actually just started putting expiration dates on there because we figured we're getting so many answers from you know, three or four years ago that we don't want to lead people on. Oh, my God. But, nope. yes, in each and every episode, there's at least two chances to win
0: the valuable prizes. <laughs> Yes. Now you do sell uh, episodes when you do your live show. So yes, we do. We usually will have a four or five different
3: episodes that we sell pretty cheaply at our shows for those who haven't seen it or just have to take
0: a piece of it home with them. <laughs> now, I mean, obviously, when you do your live ones, you're you're doing stuff like like Return of the Living Dead, of course, it, you know, is franchise and all that. But uh, is the shows are they all public domain movies? They are, um, because we have zero budget for our show, and doesn't it show?
3: Uh, (laughs) It all has to be uh, public domain films. To the best of our knowledge, everything we've run is public domain. Um, There have been a couple that we've learned weren't public domain, and those are now lost episodes. They cost double if you want to buy them. (laughs) Yeah,
2: but don't you guys have to feed Um,
3: Scarewolf? I think he's... He subsists on cubs no. and small woodland creatures, right? and, uh, and, and, and you know children in this area are plentiful. Yes, Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. good. God, now I mean, how do you choose the movies? I mean, again, I saw Killers from Space. I was like, oh, well, it has the word space in it. I'll, I'll get this one. And I'm like, that's Peter Graves. <laughs> how did they find this? Yeah.
1: You guys should really set up a torrent of like all your older old episodes if they're public domain. I think I think people could really get on board with that.
5: Oh, that, oh, that would, would be awesome. Episode. Are you kidding?
1: I, I would I'd that, be yeah. right there. You
5: considered it. And actually, I think I did that once with the Snowbeast
3: episode, but No,
1: but I mean like all of them together. That way, you know, yeah. that's that's what I like to do. Like one click, you know, I can get all caught up. Not that well, I do that for
3: anything hey, that's copyrighted.
4: No, no. <laughs> uh,
3: yeah. Our, our show, I guess. Technically is copywritten because it's how we put it together, but none of the all of the material in it we try to be as good as we can about having it be public domain so that nobody sues us. Although if they did they wouldn't get much. Uh,
1: <laughs> no, I mean I just think that would sort of increase awareness. You've got you got a good thing going on all these public access virally. channels. But I never watch public access channels. I'm missing out.
3: Oh, it's it's a wonderful world of infotainment. Yeah. <laughs> infotainment. Oh my god, yes.
1: Zombrarian <laughs> She likes infotainment.
3: <laughs> we hope you had fun but we'd like to think you learned a little something too <laughs>
5: that's what my first wife used to say
4: unbelievable, <laughs> Ooh,
0: unbelievable.
5: No.
0: <laughs> now what prompted you to go with an R-rated movie like Return of the Living Dead where you've been so family friendly before uh, honestly it was a, a, we had booked something else entirely and we had <laughs> mentally built
3: a whole show around it and we found out the last minute we couldn't get it and uh, I've been keeping a list as long as we've been doing this of film prints that I know are out there and attainable, and that was on the list. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know Isaac had said he wanted to maybe try some, something a little newer and a little edgier, Yeah. and uh, that was the it, first thing I thought of. Yeah.
0: And yeah, by newer, it was basically 80s. That's, that's funny because that's the newest thing we've ever shown. It's 25 years old. And by are that shot of Leanna Quigley on the tombstone. That's right. Yeah. That, that's edgy that's enough. Getting
5: naked again.
4: Good edgy. <laughs> oh. All right.
5: I like to say it, it, it's <laughs> got uh, sex, war, a... blood, and nudity.
0: All the
3: things that make life worth living.
0: Oh, uh, such, such a And porn. running zombies. Yes. Um, yeah. Yep, and just so the line: bad. "Send more paramedics." And James Karen. James Karen's a hoot in this movie. I
1: think we need some mouth to mouth.
3: And uh, actually, two of the stars in this movie are going to be at Rock and Chuck, so I think we're going to uh, get an autograph what? to give away. Tom Matthews and Beverly Randolph. Uh, Randolph. Beverly Randolph. Is that her Sure. Um, but... sure what? <laughs> Does it really matter? No. Yeah, two of, the, two of the stars of the movie are going to be there, so we're going to get a, an autograph and uh, give that away at the show, too, I think.
0: Okay. Those are Beverly's. There we go.
4: <laughs>
0: nice. God. Man. Return of the Living Dead. Now, that's the whole thing where I've actually um, seen people get into fights over that movie because they're like, it's not a true zombie movie because, A, it wasn't a Romero, and, B, it's the whole thing where... Well, At this,
4: time,
0: this is the whole movie that starts zombies wanting to eat rains. Right, right, which is sort of becoming, in some people's minds, what zombies do. Of course.
3: Uh, of course. I don't
2: know.
3: It's, only, it's, it's a rare that, horror comedy. Sorry. sorry? I
2: was going to say, the only piece that always gets yes. me is when they do the half-dog. That kind of bothers me. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: yeah. yeah. This is, for I tell people, too, this is one of the rare horror comedies that kind of delivers on both sides. I mean, it's... It's gruesome and kind of creepy at times, and it's really funny. Yes. Yes. Oftentimes you get one or the other, but mm. usually kind of half of
0: nothing. Yeah. For, oh, no, it's a great song. We've shown that at our Halloween parties before.
2: Yes, we have.
0: Man. Now, how would you hook up with Steve Bissette?
3: That That's funny. You know, uh, when we were doing our first spectacular a couple of years ago, it was uh, Abominable Dr. Fibes, and we Oh, had my 20- gosh. Oh, you didn't know that? I'd love to see that in a theater. Oh, it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Let me rub it in. The print was great. Sound ah. sounded great. Vincent Price is great. Uh, one of my favorite films. I knew that Steve <laughs> uh, lived in the area, and uh, I just wanted to get the word out to anybody I thought who might come because we had no budget to advertise this thing. So I uh, found Steve's email, and I contacted him, and I just let him know just because I thought that's one more person who might want to come. And uh, he got excited, and he got on board, and he, you know, helped promote us all over his blog, and then I think starting with the second show with uh, King Kong versus Godzilla, he started doing sketches for us and donating signed comics, and he's a real big supporter of it uh, because he, he just like us, he appreciates being able to see these movies, you know, on film in a theater and sort of get a pinch of that old time experience back again. Yeah,
0: uh, I gotta say that's one of the things also that I was like, wow, so I, Saturday Fright Special. Oh, Steve set likes them. Well, yes. <laughs> The SRB Seal of Approval. <laughs> God, yeah. Uh, um now what's gonna happen when's the next one after this? Um we That's don't have a date, date yet.
3: We usually do one in October and then one in the spring sometime. And the spring is the one we tend to like to be the, the Godzilla film. Um so we'll probably do another Godzilla movie in April, May, somewhere in there. Um, <laughs> This year we did the, our first uh, matinee, which I thought was a lot of fun. That's the one you guys came to. Yes. And uh, I'd, be, I'd be happy if we got another chance to do a matinee, too. That would be fun. Something that's really, you know, totally kid-friendly and uh, old-time matinee kind of thing. But uh, it's, up in the, it's in the hands of the Colonial and sort of up in the air. But I know they like what we do. We bring, you know, a good number of people into the theater and we sort of expand their audience a little bit. So um, I'm sure we'll keep on doing these probably in the spring.
2: Now, are there any other special guests you, Did you guys have, did I hear you guys had Bobby Morris Pickett or somebody last year? Or? No, uh,
3: the Colonial did a Christmas time event, some, like an old-fashioned radio Christmas, where they had, I want to say they had, what's her name, Beverly from, uh, from Friday the 13th, the mother. Oh. oh. Betsy, uh, Betsy, Russ, Betsy Russell, it's right? <laughs> a private school for girls. Uh, <laughs> uh, not, not okay, okay,
5: there's the mind going where it shouldn't go. Anyway, yes, the, the, <laughs> right the,
3: the Colonial did an old time radio uh, type Christmas where they did like a radio show and they had some older celebrity guests and they had Bobby Pickett there and he did a, like a Christmas themed monster mash. <laughs> um, I didn't go to that, but I
0: heard it was kind of cool. Betsy Palmer. <laughs> Betsy
2: Palmer, yeah,
0: That's yeah. Wow. No it's the Friday the Thirteenth, Mom. <laughs> yeah.
3: That's why I thought it was funny. It was like a, it was a, a Christmas themed show, but it had this like horror undercurrent to
0: it that was kind of interesting.
2: Only 18. Wow, <laughs>
3: God.
0: What? So, what are some of the mo- movies we're going to be seeing in future episodes? Um, we've got Moon of the Wolf coming up.
4: Ooh.
0: Grave of the Vampire.
3: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We admit that some of the films we show suck, but <laughs> we always feel like if you don't like the movie, the breaks are entertaining enough yep. to make
0: up for. You go to the bathroom during the movie and then come back during the breaks. I gotta say, I've had like, like, well, we've had like half a dozen people over, and we've just thrown in one of your DVDs in the background, and people just—it's it, perfect. Great. And it's just What's like, it? blah, blah, blah. what the hell is that? We don't care,
3: you know, if you don't like the movies, if you make fun of the movies, it's, it's, We don't, we don't make fun of them for the most part. We like them, so we just let them, you know, stand on their own. But yeah. we actually, the way I chapter the DVDs is that if you want to skip the movie, you can, or if you want to, you know, skip the breaks, you can.
0: So as long as people like had, it for whatever reason,
3: we've mm-hmm. said
0: no. People have tracked down your your website through us. I mean, so it's it's doing something right.
2: <laughs> one of the, the one of the ones that really throws people is. In one of the movies they had you guys had the cavity one about the guys the weird oh, wow. character that was climation. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, my, that was so weird.
3: I part of the inspiration for me for the show was a thing that USA Network used to do called night flight. Oh, oh, yes. oh yeah, great
4: stuff.
3: They would run the weirdest stuff during yeah. the breaks and that's kind yeah, of yeah. weird by their influence on the show. Yeah, big time. Yeah. So yeah, night those flight. little weird things.
0: That yeah, with, with stuff like Radio 1990, and in Ron the far future of 1990. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well,
2: there was also Rhonda who was ah! all
0: night. So. Yes. Oh God,
3: yeah. <laughs> I never saw the point of that because they would show you know, like sex movies and gore movies and cut all the sex and gore out of them. Yes. <laughs> so it was like <laughs> was already frustrating. Flying ball, Bolorama. Right. To this I haven't seen it. I still don't know if there's any real nudity in that movie
2: it's like when they had joe bob on there they actually had joe bob briggs show uh fire walk with me by david lynch and he kept stopping the film and going what the hell is this oh my god that's
3: right
0: oh joe
3: bob's great
0: oh my god so when are you gonna have dana hershey from the movie loft on you know
3: it's funny um we, wanted, we actually contacted him a long time ago about doing a voiceover for our show. He's still, he's still out there. He still does voiceover work. You can find him on a, like a
0: voiceover artist's website. Yeah, and, but, but uh, does he still have his sweaters? His sweaters. <laughs> the man beats, beats Bill Cosby for his sweater coat. <laughs> oh, the movie Lost. I so loved the movie Lost. Yeah. yeah. Tonight we're going to show Alligator. It's about an Alligator. Alligator. <laughs> I still remember that one. And my God, he was right. There was an alligator.
3: I just got through a, a coworker of mine, a videotape of the last time Channel 38 did a 3D marathon back in 86, and it was oh, hosted by Dana Hersey. What you doing, right? Um, it was Revenge. Let me think. They showed Gorilla at Large, a movie called Inferno, which was like a drama, and the, the Three Stooges shorts in 3D. At least that's the broadcast I had and they did uh, Revenge of the Creature a few times, too, back then. Yes. And speaking of which, not to advertise somebody else's event, but the Keene State College Film Society in Keene, the same weekend as the Spectacular*, they're doing a triple feature of uh, Psycho, Creature from the Black Lagoon in 3D, and uh, Survival of the Dead. Oh, wow. Oh, oh that's wow. Survival? Yeah. Oh, it's actually going to be yeah. shown at the theater? <laughs> yeah, so those will all be on film at uh, the Keene State College Theater. That'll be, I think it's like Thursday through Sunday on Halloween weekend. Wow. So, I would not advise somebody to go to that instead of the spectacular, but I would certainly recommend that they go in addition. That's
0: exactly, right. and then when you're at the spectacular at 8 o'clock, stop and listen to Sci-Fi Saturday Night and then I continue. Think <laughs> it'll be, it'll be a, a, a Sci-Fi Horror Horn of Plenty that weekend.
4: Damn, <laughs> Skippy.
0: I've just been, I've just been handed a, a teletype here. Our listeners want to know how many of your films feature a brain in a jar?
2: <laughs> uh,
0: well, brain that wouldn't die has a brain in a pan. That's mm.
2: right. Close
3: enough. Close. Close. Adam Age Vampire, does that have a brain in a jar? Adam Age Vampire. I don't even know. <laughs> uh,
0: if if there been uh, well, we didn't realize we are playing with an amateur like, right? show. Sure. <laughs> if, if they're interested brain in
3: purchasing... If they're going to purchase episodes, they all feature brains in jars. There we go. There we go. There's
2: enough. a good
3: answer. Fair enough. You just have to yeah. watch to the very end. And if, if you miss it, then you're not
0: paying attention close enough. Damn right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we are coming up on the hour, so again, if you want to give a final plug. Certainly. It's the Colonial Spooktacular. Uh, Tickets are available at the Colonial box office, which is
3: 603-352-2033 or thecolonial.org. If you're interested in our silly little program, it's saturdayfrightspecial.com, and we have a Facebook page that gets updated a lot with links and pictures and things like that. Uh, Email us saturdayfrightspecial at hotmail.com. Mm-hmm. What else, Isaac? Isn't that about it? Oh yeah. But... Do you have a Twitter? Uh no. We have a few twits who work on the program, but <laughs> <laughs>
4: God. all right.
0: Dome? Yes.
4: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes.
0: <laughs> Hello. The same
5: thing you... we
1: do every night, Pinky.
5: <laughs> We're going to take over the world. Before we uh before we go into the current events calendar and uh, what's coming up for the next week, Kriana, you have something you'd like to uh, bring to the attention of our listeners around the globe?
1: Sure. I was actually handed a message. Sorry. In Morse code, so I couldn't read it. No. Um, <laughs> from Michael Doherty of Browncoats Redemption. If you don't know what that is yet, go to browncoatsmovie.com. Uh, I believe it's available on certain BitTorrent sites right now. But if you like it, no, they know that it is, and they endorse it. They want as many people as possible to see their movie. Um, if you like it, go buy it at browncoatsmovie.com. And if you're listening to this show, you can use the code. And what's the oh, I forgot the code. It's The code is SFSN2010. And you'll get $2 off of the DVD purchase price. And that is a DVD donation actually because the money goes to charity but this this discount does not impact the charity donation it comes out of the part of the price set aside for production costs so you're, the same amount of money goes to charity
5: we will have the discount code and the link to go buy it
1: which is shop.com. On,
5: on the bottom of tonight's cast so you can see it there and check it out I want to take a minute to thank the gentlemen who have joined us tonight. Who else is from... on the show? <laughs> Oh, you mean us? Sorry. Yeah, no, you guys.
3: Ooh, gentlemen.
5: Well, all right. I use the term loosely because. <laughs> thank
1: you. He was being polite. Don't push it. Oh.
5: The other thing is, I'll I'll just pontificate, and we'd rather not do that. Uh, Mark Isaac, it's been a pleasure. Uh, you guys are a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> and we'd like to come see you live at some point. Maybe do a broadcast together at some point. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. You know cookouts on weekends. Cookouts on Oh, yeah. Jarts. Okay. Football. Jarts.
1: Football.
5: Lawn darts. Lawn darts.
1: We could knit together. How about knitting?
3: Uh, <laughs> we can crotch it together. <laughs> it's been great, and I, we will do anything and everything
5: you guys need in the future. Just let us know. Oh, baby. It's, Long dark tournament in the spring. Anything? <laughs>
2: <laughs> hmm. oh, way. Don't say that to us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey,
5: we're Kriana. Yes,
2: dear.
5: Rock the music.
1: Rock Brr. the music. Me- I always rock the music. When do I not rock the music? But tonight right I rock now. it extra hard. All
0: no, right. Have- turn down Ginger, Ginger- Baker there. <laughs> On the coming up calendar, next weekend, the official podcast of the Bo- Boston Comic Con, that's us, checks out the competition at Wizard World Boston. And you can also find us at the Rock and Shock Festival in Worcester, Mass. On October 23rd, Hunter Lagore returns to the show for the long awaited release of The Last Man anthology. And on November 6th, we have a sneak peek at Boston Comic-Con 2011's guest list. And on November 13th, Dave Sanders and John Talarico of RunawayCreations.com plug their latest game, Attraction. Sci-Fi Saturday Night is the official podcast of the Boston Comic-Con and of Comic Art House, your one and only source for original comic artwork. Visit Bob and Kim at ComicArtHouse.com for the best deals on original art from dozens of your favorite artists. Tonight's outro music provided by Zanoys. Pick up their CD, The Benevolent Beast, on iTunes. Dome? Hey,
5: great thanks to um, Mark Nelson and Isaac Nell of Saturday Fright Special. Check them out at saturdayfrightspecial.com. Uh, it's great fun. From the Austin Brighton Hellmouth outside of Boston, the sweetheart of the soundboard, Kriana, thank you for everything, darling.
1: I'm confused and
5: aroused. <laughs> <laughs> From the four-color vault of comics, great thanks to Illustrator X and the Dead Redhead. Good evening.
2: Thanks for the memories.
5: Ha, 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 ha. Uh, I'll be talking to you about the Cassandra Peterson interview later. From (laughs) Outpost (laughs) Gallifrey, great thanks to Awake by Java. He
1: fell asleep.
5: And this is the (laughs) Dome saying, Genie, shared pain is lessened, shared joy is increased. Thus do we all refute entropy. Good night, everybody. (laughs)
4: I <laughs> do